Blog Talk Radio. Hey, Red Dragons faithful. Welcome to the Niles McKinley Red Dragons football podcast. Hosted by Bo Machanti that features Coach Perry and the next generation of today's Red Dragons players. Welcome back to another edition of the Niles McKinley Red Dragons football podcast powered by Brandon Miller State Farm Insurance and a help with Permanente Brothers for these gift certificates. Um, it's a fun here. I actually witnessed the game ball going out to Nick Arnett for last week. It was the first time I saw one of the Brandon Miller State Farm balls being presented to a player. And ironically enough, I usually, if I'm at the game or I witness it, um, I give the hungry man player award from Permanis at, and that also went to Nick Arnott. And we're going to be joined with Antoine Gardner, who's been, who has already received the game ball. We'll talk about that with him. We usually don't give you the preview of the player that we're going to speak to, but Antoine's actually in our fine studio with our two coaches. And, Coach, you can uh, kind of help us out, Coach Perry, and talk about these two guests before we talk with you. Yeah, so uh, first, uh, you know, never never hurts when you have an enemy to, to bring somebody in from that side and infiltrate their network a little bit. Coach Marsico's a Lakeview grad, and we played Lakeview this week. So uh, I know what that feels like. It, it's a big week when you're facing your alma mater. So I thought it'd be nice to uh, – I actually have a commitment with Trumbull County coaches this evening, so I'm going to be a little bit brief. Coach Marsico's going to take the baton, and then who's going to anchor us in? Antoine's going to be on the podcast today. Uh, another big week for Antoine. I'm sure we'll get to that. The uh, thing is, we're not going to let him fill his shelf up with game balls uh, all his sophomore year, so he's going to have to top himself each time to, to earn that. Not that he can't win it more than once, but his teammates did well, too. So uh, nice to have Antoine on the podcast. And I feel bad, Antoine, you know, when I watch you play and see – and not only we, – we get caught up in the statistics on the offensive side of the ball, but I got number four jumping down. I mean, I thought the end of the game, the pass breakup was a great play. I mean, you're happy. You also had the fumble recovery. So I kind of like like Bill Belichick. He's had three Coach of the Year awards, I think 03, 10, and I think uh, 10. But we could probably argue that – Bill Belichick deserves coaches, so we know that you're valid. Hello, Bill. That's come how many loafs he had. Uh oh, you're not getting lazy on me, are you? I do. I do. No, <laughs> false America denial. No, whoever I, I had, had, he had two loafs. So Nikki had none, and that was kind of we, we were we were debating back and forth between the two. We're going to go to the guy that didn't have any loafs. In, in Antoine's defense, he plays a lot of plays, but. I think Nikki plays as many, if not more. So oh. uh, he, that was a tiebreaker. Oh, I, I, you know, and I'm a big hustle guy, so I definitely, if that's the case, then, uh, you know, and it's funny uh, talking about the, I was watching the game ball pre- being presented to Nick, and I looked in there and I saw the, 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 the checklist for loafs, and at first I thought it said no spitting on the field because my eyes are bad and I was standing far away, and I'm like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Well, if you're lucky, I'm like, no, you have to sprint on the field. But nonetheless, so, Coach, you guys are 2-1. You head to Lakeview 0-3. Big win over the Golden Bears this past week, 40-14. to um, What was it like, just the atmosphere, being home, a nice big win. The first week, you guys didn't get any board, points on the board. But this week, the offense, the defense, everything was kind of in sync. You know, we challenged our kids. We wanted to come out hot. You know, you're playing a team that's 0-2. You know, you don't want to give them life. And I, I think that that message was heard as loud and clear as ever. I think we started our first two drives on their six-yard line. Uh, got a little sloppy after that, which kind of can happen when you take your foot off the gas when you get that big lead. Uh, but then, you know, second half, we said, all right, now second half, we're going to challenge you guys to come out hot. 
first play we had the ball, I think Quan uh, went to the house. So how many yards is that? Uh, you the baddest copy, coach. <laughs> the eyes online, right? <laughs> Antoine took it what maybe 65, 70 yards. Yeah, I, I first play of the second half. Yeah. So anytime you do that, and really, you know, where I applaud that is, is we we really double check our blocking at halftime and the coaches diagram it out. So the fixes we did, that tells me when you break a long run on the first play or second half, those coaching adjustments really uh, did a nice job there. So uh, hats off to Coach Connell, Coach Kemp, and the rest of our coaches for, uh, you know, getting Antoine to the crew. Nice. And, and for Antoine, this- how am I doing? I'm, like, using some, some street lingo here. <laughs> I got Chris in the house. Get better, right? I, you know, I thought 54. Uh, is that Libert? Brad Isabel, uh, Brad Isabel, I, no, I think Liber's 56. Yeah. Liber's 56. I thought he had some good hustle tackle. I think it's a uh, tackle for loss on the QB escape. But again, a uh, good hustle, 54. I have, I have uh, Rosar throw a few nice passes. I know he had the INTs. And then I keep, I always write down number five. I love seeing five. I love seeing uh, what Arnett and who's my other guy down there. I think that no All three of those guys got their INTs. So I kind of like to call them my triplets because they're just active back there and they're and they're, 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 they're back brothers. I do want to get. I want. I want to. I want to be part of the uh, an extension of the program so we know as much as we can. That's why we're doing these podcasts. So the Bash brothers are doing their things, and I took notice of it. Um, seventy nine. I thought he uh, did some. I thought he did some nice things, and you know, again, I, I absolutely better this week. Good. And, I, and then we got Antoine, and then we'll get to you and I, with so much to talk about. And, again, yeah, Nate Coots, I, I got, you know, I, another idea. Just these He's guys. got are, an INT. I think he had a block punt. Yeah. So those are the, those are the things we're, we're looking for. Those are game changers. And we need to obviously continue that this week with uh, what I would say is a really a really improved Lakeview team last week. Uh, they lost in overtime. We really look like a different team from week one. So I think their coaches are dialing in what they do well. And uh, we got to be really prepared to come in this week. And anything that either they do that you – I mean, players that these uh, Niles faithful when they travel out to uh, Cortland should look for? Yeah, this, this, I don't go names because it just gets too confusing. But number six for uh, Lakeview is a kid to keep an eye on. Number four is a nice receiver. And, uh, you know, I, I really thought, like I said, overall as a team, I, I thought they'd gotten better on both sides of the ball. Um, I think that they've, they've learned they're going to air it out more than maybe they wanted to at the beginning of the year. So we got to be prepared to uh, make sure we know where we are and what coverage we're in and all that good stuff. So uh, unique challenge this week. Uh, it's conference play. I was, that, that's North East, I was just about to ask you that. Yeah, Northeast State. And we want to we want to compete for a league title, and, and it starts right now. And, Coach, before we let you go, because we know you have that coaches meeting to head to, and, but I'm curious uh, – you know, three weeks in again, you could win the Northeast State and still probably have that last game and end in a victory, and you probably have concerns. But three weeks into the season, I mean, you kind of – you don't have to name what you think you might need to work on or what you already know you, you, you're already perfecting, but how comfortable do you feel with this team and where you're headed? Well, in, in areas we feel good. I mean, in other areas – That's probably anything. Like, you, yeah. you just don't sleep with the coach yeah. for 10 weeks because of that. But <laughs> – if I were to say to the two gentlemen here, I'll start with Antoine. Antoine, what's the biggest concern we have as a football team? Uh, uh, tackles. Coach, we, we, have have to, we have to wrap up and get them to the ground. 32 missed tackles, though. Plain and simple is, is, is so far from where you want to be in the single digits for missed tackles. There's an adage that says every missed tackle is a point given up. Okay? And again, when you're playing a team that turns it over, that'll, that'll negate some of that. 
But if you go back historically, every tackle you miss, you're giving up a point. So, you know, if we play a team that executes still better than East, we can expect with that effort to give up 32 points. It held true with the Lions last week with the amount of missed tackles, but they had two touchdowns called back. So that's just a stat. I don't know NFL-wise if you've ever heard that. Um, I heard it a long time ago. I've tracked it for years, and it's pretty darn true. So we got to get that number way, way down. We, we really went after it in, in, uh, on defense this week, and we went live tackling, which is a change for us, and hopefully we start to see that change. Yeah, and real quick, I, I'm curious because I know I think the NFL, we know how they used to have, you know, uh, two-a-days, and, you know, back in the day these guys would go at it. The dog, dog, dog days of summer what we grew up on probably generations before us. But I think uh, NFL teams on average seven to eight hit hitting practices over training camp, which is kind of bizarre when you add in the preseason. So that lack of tackling, you just mentioned how important it is. Is there any deficiencies in terms of what you're allowed to do? In terms yeah, of- so you're only allowed um, – you're only allowed – you're not allowed to hit fully two consecutive days. There you go. Okay, and then within that, you're only allowed – I, I think it's 20 minutes – we keep our periods under that, so I'm not worried about it. But you know, 20 minutes of full live contact in that, that that counts as a day. You can't go 25, 30 minutes. And it's the right thing to do. Now, this is, as a coach, yeah, we want to tackle more. Um, but uh, you, you, you have to be cognizant of the safety and uh, keeping our kids fresh is a part of that anyway. So we do a lot of tackling drills. We do them without pads. We, we try everything we can. Uh, but every now and then you got to bring guys to the ground. you got to learn how to do it. You've got to run into one another. You know, mm-hmm. That's more mm-hmm. demand. So uh, coaches do a great job. Uh, coach is actually our pursuit coach. So he's a little frustrated because he's tracking those loaves and that. Uh, but he's tracking tackles first. He's done that for years, and nobody can uh, talk to you more about that. Awesome. Well, Coach Perry, we appreciate your time. Safe travels off to that meeting, and uh, we will get back to it next week. All right. Uh, there's no more of these parts. I don't know what happened to these. Uh, I don't know. I'll have to, uh, Chris. Shout out to the Chris. Brothers. Yeah. I mean, they have up their game. I, I'm pretty soon we're going to have everyone on the school plan. $25. Get 25 I opened up that thing because I was like, maybe I got to, before I hand you the envelope, let me make sure what's in there so I know what I'm giving you. And uh, I was like, wow, 25 like, God bless from Annie's and Chris and Davis for uh, stepping up. And, uh, yeah, we, we you know, and it, it, it's it's the hometown pride. Everybody, as I always like to say, putting their pile hand in the pile to kind of help this program. And these young men are doing a job, and you guys are as well. Um, Coach Marsco, let's hand the baton off to you. Uh, Lakeview, uh, what's it like being a, a Lakeview grad, and then you go back? That's kind of a curious question. It, it, it's a real uh, unique perspective for me. Um, I know being a Lakeview kid, they relish the opportunity of being an underdog. That's something I've been uh, harping on this week. They're they're not going <laughs> to play any different because they're zero and three. They they prefer to be the underdogs. So. Um, but no, going back, there are a lot of familiar faces still. You know, it's a, it's a little bit smaller town than Niles. It's a it's a pretty cool place to grow up in hindsight. But uh, I know they're looking forward to this. I know a lot of coaches on the staff, and uh, they they think they're going to come get us. So we we got to be ready to buckle up and go out there and have that. Definitely. And, and then talking about this past week, um, Coach was talking about the low. So you're the guy? I'm the guy. Down I'm the, the bad sheriff. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm the bad guy. How That's frustrated all. do you see when you see the low? Oh, I, had to, I hate lazy. I hate low. I hate, I just, I mean, it's the worst. It is. So we put up what a loaf is in, uh, in the front of the locker room. Uh, this past week, I had to take three breaks. Threw the chair in. I, I was I was having a tough time. Antoine will tell you. I sent him a text in the middle of the chart below. So I, I was disgusted. I had to take a break. So it's something we're working on. But, you know, high school kids have a lot lot of stuff going on. Um, having some experience in college, it's a little bit of a different attitude that they take the field with. But that's something we're trying to 
breed here and prosper as we go throughout the season. Absolutely. And again, uh, you know, I, and again, I, I saw that sign, no spitting, <laughs> but no sprinting, no, no uh, sprint on the field. So, uh, so keep that going. So when you looked at this team and, and, and what, what's, let's ask you this, bigger loaf on the offense or the defensive side of when these kids are playing? Defensive side. It's just, I think it's the nature of the team. Is that missed tackles or is that just? It could be turning down a hit. So okay. for example, that play before the half, we're, I don't know how, but we let them score. And then we had four dudes around the ball inside the 10, and we didn't lay a finger on them. So there are four loafs right there for turning down a hit. So it, any number of ways. But, you know, on defense, and Antoine will tell you, he's on one side of the field. If the action goes the other side, it's, it's a little bit on him to get over there, especially with the amount of snaps they played. So you got to take that into consideration. But I'd say on defense for sure. Definitely. And, and and Coach was joking around when he said you were going to join us tonight, and he says you've had your fair share of uh, interviews and being able to – he said the, the head coaching is something that uh, may be possibly on your horizon. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure every coach, that's the goal. But, uh, I mean, how how forward, how happy are you to kind of know that is on the horizon? I, uh, you know, it's very exciting. It's, it's a lot to kind of, you know, keep your head. I mean, we have a great staff around us, and that's one thing that every day I walk in here, it's you get to be around great players, great kids, but the staff that Coach Perry's assembled, it's definitely, I don't take it for granted. You know, you get Larry Kemp and, uh, you know, Ryan Barrett had a lot of good experience coming from Boardman. He's a Niles guy. Uh, you know, Dom Catrone's been a great addition, a little different perspective from the D-line. So I just – I feel so blessed getting to come in here and work with those guys. Um, you know, having a few interviews, that's a thats a little bit of a different experience. It was good to go through a little bit, but I, I couldn't be any happier where I'm at. I, everything works out how it's supposed to. Uh, I'll get my shot when it's time, but I, I couldn't be more happy that I'm a Red Dragon. Excellent stuff. And once again, you're listening to the Niles McKinley Red Dragons podcast. Powered by Brennan Miller State Farm Insurance, and we always get that beautiful bonus by Permanente Brothers with the Hungry Man Player of the Game gift certificates and a great, uh, great atmosphere of the hometown pride that uh, the community represents. Um, Coach Marsco, I'm curious. We talked about the lows, but kind of we always like to be a positive mm-hmm. show. Um, who are the kids that pop off the tape when you're watching it and you're saying, "Man, this kid really busted his tail." Noah Durham, without question, is one of my favorite guys to watch on film. He never takes a playoff. He He's maximum effort, maximum amount of time. Um, he jumps off the page to me. Um, Antoine, I'm fortunate enough to coach. I couldn't be any more proud of him. Uh, he and Nate Coots really do a nice job. You know, Nikki are not. We've, we've got a lot of guys in the back, and we've got a lot of guys up front, too. I mean, Matt Keeley, he's got a D1 body on him. He, he flashes here and there. We preach consistency to him. He does. But, uh, yeah, no, we're, we're really coming along in terms of our pursuit. From where we were at the end of last year to the beginning of this year, we've come a long way in terms of, you know, do your job. That's what I always tell the guys, just do your job, do it to 100%, and you'll like the results. So. And that is case. And, and I think Matt Keeley had a sack this past mm-hmm. yeah. second. Two sacks in three games. We're getting there. Hey, that's what you want to see in the intensity. And I love this. I love Matt's intensity in week one. I mean, he was really trying to get this Bo Ryan Stadium uh, going. I mean, each, it seems almost every play he was getting his hands up and trying to get the crowd involved so they could uh, possibly win that game. But, unfortunately, the 6 nothing loss to Howland. Um, going back to Lakeview, and then we'll get to Antoine here. Any, you know, who scorches you the most when you get back there? I mean, who heckles you jokingly? Yeah. So uh, my buddy Chris Romano, we call him Cheese, uh, he's on the staff of Coach Polino over there. He's uh, 
he's been John with me all week. He's like, hey, I heard uh, Gardner didn't turn in his math homework. Or, hey, I heard Arnaud was parking in the legal parking spot. So he's been razzing me all week. Uh, they, they know what they're looking at on film and what challenges in front of them. But uh, probably my buddy I've played with, he, he gives it to me the most. But he also knows how much, you know, we put into it and care about it. So it, it's real positive banter back and forth. I can't wait to get them, though. I'm, I'm ready. Yeah, coach Marsco, I'm fun. This is our first uh, assistant coach that we've had on the program. It might be a nice addition to kind of do something. I mean, because we want to, you know, kind of spread the love and let everybody know who's out there and has, you know, a part in this. But, hey, man, we appreciate you stopping by. Thank you. And as always, we're going to end the show with a featured Miles McKinley Red Dragon. And I think anyone who follows the program knows number four and Antoine Gardner and a terrific game, 19 carries, 235 yards, over a first down, a carry, 12.4 yards carry. He has, uh, usually leads the team in tackles. He also had the fumble recovery, terrific pass breakup near the end of the game. Antoine, you've had a great career so far. Um, what's it like? And you got so much football ahead of you. Mm-hmm. It's, just, uh, it's just fun. I mean, I just go out there and play my game and uh, just do what I did. And I'm curious now, out of all the colleges, if I if I could go play college football, I would not – the only school that I would not accept a scholarship to is Texas. How would you? <laughs> I think somebody told you something. I think somebody might have told me something. I think somebody <laughs> – No, but I'm joking with you. So with that said, you love the Texas Longhorns. Fair enough? Yes. Yeah, so where did that love come from? You just – like ever since I was growing up, just I've always like I just always loved the Texas Longhorns, like Ricky Williams. Yeah, Cedric Benson, Ricky Williams. Yeah, yeah. just I've always loved them. I don't know what it was. Just yeah, and the the person that told me that you love Texas also told me that you're you got to be one of the finest young men that they've come across. You have a personality and and to match what you do on the field, and I think that's apparent here. So. I always ask this when everyone usually knows the thing. I mean, Pop Warner, Pee Wee, were you always the running back? Was Antoine Gardner? The, Always the kid with the ball in his hand? Yeah, I was just, ever since my first year, I was in the running back. And doing the magical thing. Yep, just doing what I do best. Yeah. What, how many, what's the highest game in touchdown total? What's the, what game have you had the most touchdowns? It. it has to be seven plus. Florida Pee Wee? Oh, Pop Warner? Uh, I mean, all time. You'd have these have a seven or eight. Probably like my uh, middle team here. I, I think I had, they had six. Yeah, you go. Yeah, they had six. So, I mean, so the, the skills level, and it, I think everyone, I mean, it's a parent, would love watching the ball. And it, it's some of the plays, and I think, I'm, I know I wrote it down, you had one of the runs this week, and and I know you had a run against um, East. I think it might have been a one-yard game, but you had about four guys on your back. You made a spin move, and you picked up a yard, you know. And I think, that, you know, we, we all get caught up in the big yards and you, when you burst out upfield. But, you know, what do you love about your game? Because you could do so many different things with the football. I love my um, uh, see my uh, legs moving. I, I do not like going down at all. I just like pushing the pile. I need to get it needs to be positive yards every play for me. I, I love that you said that because and, and 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 anyone out there listening, I'm not comparing Antoine Garner to sweetness Walter Payton, but um, Walter Payton always said that he always looked like tacklers. He hated needles, and tacklers were needles. And and I was watching the game last week and. A few of those plays, I, I thought this kid just hates going down on first contact. Just, it, you just fair, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, my uncle, my dad, everyone really tells me is like, you cannot let one person tackle you. It just ever since I was <laughs> like middle, uh, little league, I was just don't go off one 
it. Just you've got to keep going. And this program, you guys are two and one. You're headed to Lakeview. What's the vibe of this team right now? We're the vibe, like I think we're we're getting we're getting there. I mean, there's still a lot of things we obviously have to work on, but everyone's hype. Everyone's just excited to play Lakeview and just keep moving towards the season, play them uh, teams and win. Yeah, and then you got Poland on the horizon after that, but you got to take care. Yeah, we got to take, take care of you. Like, and get the three and one. Three and one. This sounds nice. Three and one. If you can guys can make that happen, this is just a nice place to be. Yeah, take it game by game. Okay. And how about defensively? Now we talked about you know how awesome you are when you're carrying the football, but man, you get after it on defense. I mean, I think, I think against East, I think you were the leading tackler. I know you're always right there in tackles, making big plays. And I mentioned, you know, the pass breakup. But how serious do you take the defense side of ball? No, I take it serious. Like every play I'm on, every play I'm on the field, like I think I like this is is either a game changer or or just a game stopper. I have to take it serious because I do not want to lose. But <laughs> that's my mindset. Like we're not letting this team score. We're gonna get the ball and we're gonna score it again. Now, so the first week, Owen. A six nothing game against Allen. Yeah. I mean, when you went home that night, how frustrated were you? I feel like that's a team we shouldn't have lost to. I feel like if we would have got them later in the season, we're for sure being there. And I, that's coming from me. <laughs> but you know, it happens. It does. It does. And and I think what when uh, after uh, Huffman went down with the uh, hit and Rosar came in, and then you you had that big play. I mean, were you were you pretty Eat off there where you said, "Hey, I'm gonna break a big run." Oh well, yeah, like that, that, after that same exact play, I was like, "They just hurt Huffman. We're, about, we're not about to come up here and let them hurt him." So, I mean, next play, it absolutely happened. Yeah, that big run. That was the big run, and you've been doing those big runs basically uh, the next two games. You've been, I think, I mean, what 89, 189 the week before. Yeah, one eighty nine and two thirty five this week. The hat, I think, you had four. You had the hat trick the week before. So, I mean, that's definitely tearing it up. Um, I don't want to take too much of your time up. I don't know if you ever listen to the show, but we always call it three and out. There's just a few off-the-wall fun questions. Are you ready to take a shot with those? Yep. All right. Is Antoine Gardner a better dancer or a better singer? Dancer, for sure. Yeah? Best dancer on the team? Oh, yeah. Best dancer on the team. <laughs> I'm always the one dancing. Okay. Song of uh, choice. I mean, I, like, I kind of like Michael Jackson. Anything yeah. Michael Jackson I can get down to. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. You know, it's funny as I was actually uh, I was in Pitt or I covered the Pitt Panthers Saturday, and uh, my wife went with me and she went down. I met her at a restaurant after the game, and uh, while I was walking from the stadium to the restaurant, um, Human Nature was on. I could mm-hmm. hear it. So when we got in the car, I said, "Hey, Spotify, play Human Nature." And she, that's a good song. So I heard it walking. I said, "It just sounded good." So uh, I like your I like your taste. Um, how about this one? And just because you, you, you're you so potent at that running back position, I, I'm curious, who's that guy that you kind of emulate that's at the next level? I'm a committee. 100%. All right. All right. Pound for pound, pretty tough. Yeah. Uh, pretty tough guy. And he's, you talk about explosive stuff. Balance, explosiveness, everything you can ask for. Yeah. You're, you're, you're like a Niles McKinley baby. I'm a Kamara, right? Yep. <laughs> It's a good thing to be. It's a good thing to be. And then the final one um, could be anybody in your family. Um, who's the best cook in your family? And after a big win, what would you want that person to present with you as a celebratory meal? I'd have to go with my uh, – it's tough one between my mom and dad, but I'm going to have to say my dad because them steaks he cooks are amazing. <laughs> like, I can eat those for days. Nice. That's pretty, just knows how to season and, yeah, and cook everything. it just right. Everything. 
And you know what's curious is, is dads are dads are three and zero so far on the podcast as uh, best cooks in the family. Are they? Yeah, all the other they did two other guys. We had Nikki Arnott, and then uh, we had Isabella, and then we had you, and uh, they also uh, the dad. So uh, moms, you guys are being shut out here in the podcast. I don't I don't know what's going on, but uh, the dads are taking the reins of uh, a cooking uh, part of it. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Well, hey, Antoine. We appreciate you stopping by. Best of luck to you and the team and uh, continued success. And uh, hopefully, hopefully, if this thing goes as planned, uh, maybe those, uh, well, they might be an SEC team by the time you get to Texas. and not a Big 12 team, but you'll be wearing those long-term dog gear. Hopefully. That's the goal. <laughs> I love it, man. Well, as always, big shout-out to Brandon Miller State Farm Insurance for that game ball and the love and support that he brings to the program. And for Manny Brothers, for those Hungry Man gift certificates, very, very nice gesture. And I, there's a lot for these kids to play for besides uh, just the pride of winning and being an Alex McKinley Red Dragons. As always, we appreciate you stopping by and joining us here on the Niles McKinley Red Dragons football podcast. This has been a C2P exclusive. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.